Oh, god damn it, that final arm again. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer. And this week, Wolverine's third outing will be rated R. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy cranks theirs to 11. Mm -hmm. Batman and Superman are on the rocks. Oh, no. And more. Oh, man. what? It sounds like it's going to be a pretty... uh... Interesting uh, couple months coming up here. Oh, man, do we ever. So so we've got Deadpool out of the way. Uh, for, I guess well, I've seen on Facebook there's a checklist of all the superhero slash comic book movies coming out over, uh-huh. like, the next, like, I guess four or five years. Uh-huh. Um, and this was, like, the Deadpool was the first one marked off the list. Yeah, so that's true. So we can put a big red X on that. And our spoiler cast was last week, so if you guys haven't listened to it, feel free to, to listen to our spoiler cast. Yeah, I wonder what man. I wonder what Deadpool's up to now. Like, it's been it's been raking in so much money. I've heard so many people talking about it. Everybody has like their own opinions and ideas about it. It's it's been a big deal. It's been a big way to to kick off this 2016. It definitely is. And you know what? That's a good way to kick off our new segment for the show. We don't have a lot of riff for half this week. We'll we'll cover it in the in the, in the notes. Um, but Deadpool, I saw it again this weekend. Did you have you seen it twice yet? No, I I really want to see it again. I really I want the laughs. I want the laughs, man. But I haven't seen it. But how did it go for your second showing? Uh, honestly, uh, pretty good. I actually uh, it hold, it holds up on multiple viewings. Um, and uh, it, it's funny because like the people behind me, I don't think they knew what they were getting into. Uh-huh. Uh, they were like they were adults. I'd say you know mid thirties, forties, and they like from the get go. Like as soon as the slow intro starts, they they had no idea what they were getting into because you could hear <laughs> their reactions the whole time behind us. Yeah, well, I I won't spoil any of the jokes just in case anybody hasn't seen it yet. But a lot of people have been saying there's not necessarily jokes in the movie as much as they're just pop culture references did those still hold up during the second viewing were those still funny oh yeah 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 it's i I really think so and um i i mean i can't say i noticed more on the movie uh the the second time than i did the first time mostly because it just moves so quickly and it's just Mm -hmm. that that much fun i I mean it's just a very it's a very straightforward film. You know, it almost seems like they had just enough movie to to fill out their runtime, but it worked out well. I never felt like I I needed uh, more or it was lacking. Yeah, totally, totally agree. It, it held up really well. And my second view I think helped contribute to the box office mm. with this box office. Right now, Deadpool is the number 6 rated R movie ever and it's only on its second week. Oh, man, that's so awesome. Um, yeah, that's really good news. Uh, it is, that means it's on track to become the highest-earning R-rated film in history, uh, passing The Passion of the Christ, which is... Yeah! Take uh, that! <laughs> yeah, I think uh, both Hangover movies um, are in front of it, a Matrix movie, and I forget what the other one is that, mm-hmm. that are there. So uh, it's, it's moving up. Also, great news, it's going to pass $500 million this week. Ooh. I think it was on four ninety-five as of the time of this recording. And it's also the biggest domestic X-Men film ever. Yeah, and I mean, just talk about 
the tiny budget. I mean, they are just like ringing the bells over at Fox with the amount of dough they're raking in with this. Because obviously, yeah, 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 we all know. Every time you talk about how a movie budget is low, they're like, oh, well, there's always double in marketing and blah, blah, blah. It still doesn't even matter. Like, it paid for itself in like the first weekend for sure. Mm Because what was this, the budget? 80, 85 million, something like that? I would say so. And then, you know, the marketing probably what mid double that maybe. Yeah. Even if even the marketing was like a hundred thousand or something like that. Um, not hundred thousand. Uh, the est- um, estimated production budget is fifty eight million. Um, yeah. So double that. Uh, yeah, one hundred and sixteen million. Yeah. E- either way, this is gonna this is gonna come through like no other. I mean, budgets on bigger movies like Avengers like are upwards like three hundred million like ridiculous, and then plus marketing for that. I mean. I mean, this is just this is just great. This is awesome. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are starting to get, I think, a little too worried. And I think a lot of it was uh, brought up by that kind of open letter that James Gunn wrote. And I get it. He's he's more into Hollywood, more keyed in. But apparently, people are under the assumption that Hollywood is just going to throw out a bunch of rated R movies for the sake of making them rated R and not focus on what Deadpool was was being original. And I think it'll go well both ways. You know, I hope we do get more original films after this. Uh, but I don't, I don't mind if we start to get more rated R movies. I mean, I'm, I, I want to go and I want to see uh, more mature themes and more, uh, more funny jokes. I want to see more swear words and stuff. Cause I get all of that on like TV and stuff anyway. You know, mm. if, if you're watching like HBO or if you're watching these more uh, intent shows on Netflix, you know, so I kind of like that there might be movies coming out soon that don't really have to, um, uh, tone it down. Yeah, so I think I think I think it's funny you mentioned that because also like yes, um, people are, are like we we need more, we need bigger. But the writers who are signed up for Deadpool two say they don't want the bigger budget for the sequel. Uh-huh. They want to work in their box and do the best they can because I think that's what Deadpool. You know, this movie has used to its advantage. Mm-hmm. They drew a box around it, said you can't spend more than this. What can you do? And they made the best out of it. Like it's yeah. just fantastic, I, I love and it that. never feels cheap. Yeah, and I think if they happen to get more budget, I think they just use it on making things maybe just look cooler. Because usually when you get a bigger budget, you try to go to more locations or you try to hire more famous people or try to put more into the movie. It's just like, you know, if you get a bunch of money, just, I don't know, put it all into like practical effects or something. Just put it into like into souping up what you already made. So I, I, I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing if they got a bigger budget a bigger budget but if they're saying they don't want it don't give it to them and i think that's super awesome yeah totally and what's something that's really cool is um for the sequel that they're they're working on um a big big fan thing that people want is cable to to show uh-huh. up the 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 counterpart to deadpool we've talked about this and actor stephen lang is really campaigning for that role uh-huh. um uh, he, you might know him as the bad guy from Avatar. We might have talked about this last <laughs> week. I don't, I don't remember, um, but I remember taking down notes on this earlier this week. Um, but like Stephen Lang uh, would be, I think, a great cable, uh, and he looks the part. If you take an image or take a look at the tweet that um, he posted, him and Cable, they look similar, and I think they should use that to their advantage. Because I mean, not very often do people want to be in comic book movies that you know are kind of risky and i think deadpool 2 is still kind of a risky move going yeah, forward i mean i'm always i'm kind of a fan when um when uh, actors campaign for roles i think that's cool because it just goes to show you like like comic book movies superhero movies really have reached this next level where you know just like 10 years ago you know these were just like 
kind of like silly little movies. There's, there were probably execs out there that didn't think they were going to be really anything to write home about. And then th- now there's actors out there that are just like, I got to be in one of these movies. They're huge. Yeah, I mean, no one was clamoring to be an Electra uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> so uh, now everyone wants to be in Deadpool. So congratulations, Deadpool. Uh, you are, you're knocking socks off, and, and I'm really happy for it. I think that leads us into the next... Not X-Men Apocalypse, but the next X-Men movie, the first one for next year, The Wolverine 3. Mm-hmm. And due to a, I guess, a, a, a pamphlet handed out uh, recently shows The Wolverine will be releasing March 3rd, 2017, and, and is shooting for a rated R. Oh, as I, well. fe- I feel like I called this, uh, and I believe it was in the, it was, I think it was in the spoiler cast, if not maybe our news episode, but in the spoiler cast for Deadpool... Uh, we were talking about the future of R-rated movies, and I was just like, can you imagine if the final send-off for Wolverine was rated R? And I started talking about getting those goosebumps, and then just a couple days later, I see that they're shooting for that rated R, and I was just like, oh, man, I'm so excited. Yeah, so uh, it, totally, this pamphlet's awesome. A little bit of news is it was not due to Deadpool. They've actually mm-hmm. been working on a rated R movie beforehand, which is great. Uh, I think Deadpool will only solidify that. They won't try to, to water it down. Yeah, they definitely and, don't have and, to convince anybody anymore. Exactly. And they're still shooting for that Old Man Logan adaptation from the comic book series. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't do word for word, but it's going to be great. The uh, I guess the synopsis that has, has come out is that the comic book story is incredibly violent, featuring decapitations, brutal murders, and a hero who suffers from sudden bursts of bloodlust. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that rated R is definitely going to give us the blood and the guts and all the gore and violence that we could ever want. Yeah, in, in a Wolverine movie. Yeah, like I really want to know how they're gonna adapt Old Man Logan. I mean, I could see how they could just make it like a revenge story because that's kind of what Old Man Logan is. But they're missing so many crucial parts. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm more curious how they execute it. You know, because we don't have the Hulks in this. There's no way they can really get that. Uh, we can't get Hawkeye, you know, we can't get Red Skull in Washington and stuff like that. You know, I'm kind of curious, are they going to make it like a post-apocalyptic world? Because the only kind of players they have to deal with are just X-Men and stuff like that. So we can't really get cameos outside of that, you know. I guess maybe there could be like The Thing could technically be in it because that's yeah, Fox. <laughs> any, it, it, Fantastic Four could, could still be in play. I'm going to count them out until we hear uh, official word on whether that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, I think the rumor is they're going to use a uh, Professor uh, X, um, the Patrick Stewart version. Mm-hmm. It's like his Hawkeye sidekick. Um, and like, it should be in the future. I don't know. Again, there's a lot to be questioned here of what mm-hmm. they're going to do. But I think that revenge story with uh, Professor X as his, like, you know, guiding force will be uh, interesting to see. Well, well, technically, while they still have the Fantastic Four rights, they still could use the Fantastic Four in a sense and maybe just use one or two of them. Because, I mean, we got Colossus all mm-hmm. in shiny metal. We never saw his human form. So, really, they just needed, a, you know, so much of a voice actor for him. You know, what if they did something similar for the thing? That would be kind of cool. You know, we don't really need to, like, cast somebody and make it a big thing. Like, just just uh, throw a voice in there and just have the thing walking around, like, just in a scene. I think that'd be cool. I mean, they might as well use it while they got it. <laughs> yeah, I could also see the world uh, apocalypse being maybe created by um, uh, Galactus, even. Mm-hmm. Um 
because I mean he just he maybe he doesn't destroy the world. Maybe he just drains it and becomes the apocalyptic wastelander. We don't know. We still need to see X Men Apocalypse, but I definitely am looking forward to a the Wolverine three for next year. Uh, if if anything, uh, to kick off not maybe not kick off twenty seventeen, but at least give us a really good run for our money in March. Oh man, that R rating gets me so excited. Yeah, you are. I can tell. I mean, <laughs> Mike's got a hard R right now. If you, if you know Ooh, what I mean, a hard R. <laughs> got that middle claw. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. So Mike called this one as well. Spawn the movie. Yeah. Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, has finished a script of a reboot of the film, and he wants to direct it. Don't know if he will. But he has finished a script for the movie. You sent yeah. me this, what, the day of Deadpool or the day after Deadpool? Yeah, I think so. A lot of this stuff kind of cropped up right after uh, I think we recorded last week. Well, you said they should make a Deadpool or a Spawn movie. And mm-hmm. then two days later, they're like, Todd McFarlane has finished his script for <laughs> the Spawn reboot. And we're like, okay, we can see that. Uh, Spawn has that, that look of Deadpool, I guess, mm-hmm. like that shared um, kind of look and style. And the last Spawn movie isn't... I guess the only Spawn movie isn't great. Um, well, I have pick- fonder memories of it, maybe because I'm just... We were know. young. We were young, and we yeah. thought it looked cool. But apparently, from what I've been hearing, I'm not, like, a big Spawn head or anything. Like, I don't have any Spawn comics. All I really know about Spawn was from that one movie and kind of, like, the taboo of just, like, oh, did you know there's this really adult cartoon show about Spawn? I was obviously too young to, to know what it was. So I liked... I was... I enjoyed the mystique around Spawn. I thought it sounded really cool. And I always remember going into, like, uh, uh, like gift stores and comic book stores and seeing the really, really, uh, like, detailed Spawn action figures. That stuff always looked really, really cool. But I didn't really have much of attachment to Spawn. So I've been kind of learning a lot about Spawn since this news has come up. And apparently a lot of people thought Todd McFarland and just all the writing around Spawn back in the 90s kind of sucked apparently. I guess all all of all of the popularity about Spawn was really pushed on by the art and the way it looked and not so much about the content in it. So some people are a little worried about this this script, you know, some people just want Todd McFarland to hand it off to somebody else. So I I don't really have much to say on that, but I can say that's what people are talking about right now. Yeah, and spawns with image and image. I don't think they're making too many movies right now, um, mm-hmm. based on their stuff. I, I mean, Walking Dead, of course, we know is is really well, uh, but I I can't think of any other image series becoming movies um, mm-hmm. other than you know Spawn, I guess. Um, but I do I do enjoy some image books. Some are great. Um, you, Sex Criminals is from Image. Uh-huh. You're big. You're a big fan of that. Uh-huh. Uh, East of West. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't care if Spawn comes back or not. So, but a script is done. So with the Deadpool thing, we might get a rated R Spawn movie. Not yeah. because we need one, but because maybe they want one. Either way, we might get some sweet action figures out of it. Yeah, always, <laughs> always. Uh, another comic book movie that, that we really enjoy around here is Kingsman. Ooh, uh, yeah. Rated Kingsman. R last year. Kind of kicked mm-hmm. everything off for us, we think. Kingsman 2 is coming up, and Julianne Moore is in talks to be the villain for this movie. I think that's cool. Julianne Moore is an amazing actress, so I think she's going to kill whatever role they put her in. And she's a big she's a big name. I mean, Colin Firth, uh, who was in the first one, obviously was a big name as well, so it's not like this is some like little indie movie or anything, but I think that's awesome that a sequel is, uh, is attracting someone to her, of her caliber. Yeah, and Samuel L. Jackson was a villain in the first one as well, mm-hmm. and you know, I think taking this to the, the second one would be great. 
I don't think there's there's not a second series. Like, there's no book for this to be based on, so this will be original story. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I, I didn't feel followed the book closely anyway, so that's okay. Not not worried. So I'm, I'm glad they're they're kind of reaching out to, to people who maybe want to be in a comic book movie, but they're not ready for that Marvel yeah. DC commitment yet. Yeah, Chris, you you want to know what what steams my broccoli? You know, we haven't we haven't talked about this in a while, but you oh know, man, something's, something's kind of making me grumpy. Tell me about your broccoli. Why does everybody on the internet have to find something to complain about or worry about? I mean, we do it in kind of a mitigated way where we're kind of even-handed with most of the stuff we talk about on the show. But some people out there just want to bitch for the sake of bitching. So two examples, you know, once uh, Deadpool came out, everybody loved Deadpool. It was amazing, rated R. But then everybody all of a sudden is super worried Hollywood is going to like fuck shit up you know hollywood's just gonna make all these dumb rated r movies they're not gonna do it right they're not gonna follow the thing it's just like hollywood's done what it's always done is follow the money and that eventually got us to the deadpool movie to begin with and like so it's just like don't worry so much and then also with kingsman 2 i like once once the announcement was made you know that kingsman 2 was coming out everybody was just complaining like oh how are they gonna do a sequel don't they understand that the whole world is basically trying to kill each other for 15 minutes what's gonna happen with all these rich people that died uh how are they gonna make a sequel after all this i don't know this is going to be pretty messy and then some people are just like oh i really wish they could bring colin firth uh back to the movie it's just like like uh he was really good i don't understand why they can't bring him back it's just like it's it's like it's madness why are you complaining he was shot in the head he's dead he's not coming back that makes no sense it's just like you should be excited that they're making a sequel and you have all these questions you shouldn't be worried i just want people to be able to go see these movies and like just enjoy them just take them in and just enjoy what they were and then talk about them and speculate about the future and have fun about it. Like, don't start complaining already. I mean, like, you had something cool. Just chill. That's my broccoli being steamed. All right, then. Well, then. <laughs> let's talk about something a little happier, then. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Daredevil Season 2. Yes, that brooding uh, trailer. Yes, we got our first trailer for Daredevil Season 2. I'm going to call this the first trailer. Uh, the, the teaser from last year really didn't give us a whole lot. Yeah, yeah that was more of a wrap-up of season, season 1. Well, before that, there was still new footage with all the... It was like a 30-second. It wasn't huge. Uh, mm-hmm. The first official trailer landed very dark, very much focused on the Punisher and how he fits into this larger Daredevil world. Mm-hmm. And uh, we definitely see a lot of... Uh, I mean, the Daredevil, Daredevil is never a character who uh, is... like He's never... like. Steve Rogers is always bouncing back. Mm-hmm. Daredevil, he's he's he looks beat up most of this trailer. Yeah, like, they're not going to be nice to him this this season either, and, and that's okay. Uh, I think the Punisher Frank Castle is going to be a great addition to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Bernthal kind of embodies that. I think he's oh, really yeah. getting his Punisher on, and we're we're, we're less than a month away. Yeah. Uh, Th- three days short of a month. Yeah, there's kind of there's two big takeaways I take away from the trailer, specifically when it comes to the Punisher. First of all. Uh, I know we're supposed to be getting a part two of this trailer, so this might kind of even things out, but there was a lot more Punisher than I thought there would be. You know, when we first talked about the Punisher, we thought he might be kind of more like represented in the story, kind of like Stick was in the first season, where he's maybe just kind of in an episode here or there. But this seems to be like the Punisher is like the kingpin of this season. Mm -hmm. Seems to be kind of where they're leading with this trailer. I don't know if that's exactly how it's going to go. Uh, but I still think it would be good either way. And then the second thing I take away is um, I like the idea that what they did in season one may have created the Punisher. It seems like whatever ended up killing um, uh, uh, Frank Castle's family 
somehow was the cause of uh, maybe what the Kingpin did or maybe lashing out about um, Daredevil and they were some collateral damage. So I, I really like that connection that they might bring between the two of them. And then I guess third, uh, we can talk about the little tag that we had on the little end of the trailer there. Yeah, so uh, my, my theory is the first, like, maybe like three quarters of this is dedicated to the Punisher, and then half of it is dedicated to Elektra, who mm. kind of ended this trailer showing up. And um, there's essentially saying there's a part two of this trailer showing up in four days from now, uh, on yeah. the 25th. Uh, I think it's going to be very Elektra based. I think there's someone higher pulling the puppet strings, and we just haven't seen them yet. Yeah, um, I mean, we had that kind of mystical, uh, uh, ancient, uh, kind of like asian inspired magic that kind of popped up a little bit in season one and i'm curious if that's supposed to come back in season two or if we're kind of saving that for the defenders and iron fist Mm -hmm. yeah i i couldn't tell you um i think electra brings some of that mysticism with her Mm -hmm. um she's known to dabble in that i mean she's come back from death before and had her hand in like ninja stuff so i don't know where that's going to come in from but i definitely want to know what part two shows us because you're right, this does show, like, the Punisher is the main villain, but I think there's someone higher up pulling strings mm-hmm. that we just don't know about yet, and that may be where the Electra portion comes into play. Yeah, and I wonder if the if the Kingpin's going to come back. I mean, is, is he mm-hmm. going to lay low for a while? You know, do we expect him in, like, Season 3, or do we expect him in Defenders? I don't know. I think he is, obviously is too good to stay in jail, or I don't remember if he ended up escaping jail at the end of the no, s- he, season he, one. I don't really remember. He, he was staring at the blank wall. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that he started off with. I think he'll he's a defender's villain. I think he's gonna pull some strings from the shadows in his gel cell and weaken these so called defenders mm-hmm. and then strike at them in in the defenders miniseries. He's like the Loki of, of yeah, this. I, I can I see that. Because he didn't die. I mean I mean spoilers for Jessica Jones, they kill off their villain. Uh but <laughs> I mean that show, you know, that's what, four months ago now, so uh, sorry if I ruined that, but I mean, I just watched it again. They they, they kind of off that. So where does Jessica go from here? Uh, the Kingpin's yeah. still around. So, But the best part about Jessica Jones is it gives us Luke Cage. Yeah. Who is in his own poster now. I don't know if this is a teaser poster. There's no context. Uh, it shows Luke Cage, and it has says Jessica Jones on the left because it came from Jessica Jones's Twitter page. Mm-hmm. But on the right, it has Luke written in what appears to be like Sharpie or mm-hmm. something. And very purplish. I don't think that's the logo for Luke Cage. I don't. I think it's a little, um, I guess, flamboyant for for his character. But I think this is saying that hey, we're gonna start seeing some more Luke Cage stuff pop up as soon as Daredevil's over with. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's less oomph behind this stuff because we've already seen Luke Cage in a TV show, like releasing uh, photos of him just in clothing. It just kind of looks like he's selling a jacket to us. So um, hopefully, we get a little bit more of him soon. Yeah, totally excited for that. Hope it kicks off. Hope we get it before the end of the year. Knock on wood from my side. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna we're gonna talk about Marvel movies. Um, Civil War is coming up next. It's we get Mm -hmm. Daredevil then Civil War. You excited for Civil War? Have you picked a side yet? Yeah, man. I'm oh I'm Team Cap all the way. I think I've been Team Cap from the very beginning. Oh, as we all should be. Um, Mm. So. Civil War, we got some new Team Captain America promo work for your uh-huh. for your team, Cap, I guess. Uh, it's got his <laughs> team uh, showing off Ant-Man, Falcon, Hawkeye, uh, Bucky, Captain America, and Agent 13. Um, we're missing one key character here, I think, that's on his team, the Scarlet Witch. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, we get to see the Falcon drone very, very much up close and personal. Yeah, they really want to show off that drone. It looks gigantic, too. Uh, yeah, because everything's flying at you. So it's just some cool promo work. I mean, this is, I'm not going to make this my phone background, but we'll probably start seeing this on packaging and, and in stores and, and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing for me is Empire Magazine's newest cover for April 2015 is an homage to Civil War issue number seven with Captain America holding up his shield and Iron Man blasting against it with his repulsors. Yeah, that's so rad. Uh, this is just like... It, it, there are iconic images from Civil War, the comic series. This is one of them, mm-hmm. uh, where where you know, get the two fighting each other. Iron Man's blasting, Captain America's blocking. Uh, I I don't know if this will happen in the movie or not, um, but for now, it just looks fantastic. I, I yeah. can't get over it. I actually Barnes and Nobles where you can buy Empire magazine. Oh, yeah. that up. Uh, okay yeah we were talking about that earlier this week and we're like have you ever seen an empire magazine like in the wild have you ever bought one or do they just uh do they just make digital covers yeah exactly uh, i didn't know i looked it up barnes and noble so uh <laughs> might i mean it's it's ten dollars or eleven dollars so it's an expensive magazine mm-hmm. um according to the cover price so but that's that's really cool on top of that we have one more rumor that the hulk might appear in civil war after yeah. all any credit to that rumor, like as we think in post-credit scene, or it could be. Uh, so the the thing is, why I, it could be, couldn't be, is I think it was um, Anthony Mackie was talking on a red carpet, mm-hmm. and he mentioned Mark Ruffalo's name as people he worked with on Civil War. Oh, huh. Uh, but it, it was in a video, and if you watch it, he kind of like pauses, like he's searching for a name, and he just mentions people in like Marvel movies. Oh, okay. so he could have said it out of context. But at the same time, he could have accidentally let it slip. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't want him in the movie. You know, I feel like we've talked about this before where a lot of the characters, they seem to be pretty well matched for the most part. You know, if you throw Hulk in there, things get really, really crazy. But, I mean, if you're going to throw Hulk in there, go ahead and make General Ross Red Hulk and make them fight it out. But we've, we've kind of been going along with the theory that, you know, Hulk going off on his own somehow takes him to Asgard. And I think that works out better well, in my, my mind for the franchise. And while, I'm, while I'm sitting here thinking about it, my, I think that maybe either um, a Tony or um, Thunderbolt Ross find the Hulk and, and they know they can't kill him, so they send him into space. Maybe. Very much like that. Because like, they're like, well, we can't kill you. We're just going to save the world from you and send him into space. I, yeah, I, I mean, I suppose, possibly. That, if he shows up, that's my theory. He's not okay. going to turn into the Hulk. Like They're just going to launch him into space and be like, so long, buddy. We'll see you on the other side. Well, hopefully we'll be getting some of this information with the next trailer. And we've kind of come up with the with the guess that it might come along with the return of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think that's a good estimated guess. Yes. Um, I, or maybe the season finale of Agent Carter the week before. Mm-hmm. We're feeling early March. Yeah, because if they wait until April, that's not a whole lot of time. I mean, that's a month basically before the movie comes out. And that's kind of taken up all of your TV spot time and everything, you know. So yeah, we're thinking uh, early March is when we get that kind of exactly. final big trailer. And you got to watch it before Batman v Superman. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So you, you got to see it before that. So it's either going to be, it'll be before Batman v Superman, first or second week of March is what we're guessing. Yeah. And maybe they'll, I don't know if they'll attach it to like Jimmy Kimmel. I feel like Jimmy Kimmel, he's really only dropped 
first trailers. I don't think uh-huh. he's dropped like other trailers. So yeah, you know, and I think the big question with this uh, final trailer is, do we get a glimpse of Spider Man? That That's that will be question. the question on everyone's mind. I'm 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 voting no, but I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll we'll see. We may not see Spider Man, but I think we're going to get a Doctor Strange trailer with Civil War. The first oh, yeah. Doctor Strange have will come with Civil War. Because if we look at the timeline between Civil War first trailer and release, it's the same exact time frame between Civil War's release and Doctor Strange's release. Mm-hmm. Same time. We're going to get I think that's what it's going to be. But in the meantime, we get a photo of Benedict Cumberbatch filming on the streets in his Doctor Strange attire. This is a first. This is a first. This is the first time we've seen him. Yes, uh, other than the promo images. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, honestly, on this like you know candid street level Instagram whatever shot this is, looks fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, it looks great. I mean, he looks like he's been in a battle. He looks a little roughed up. Um, you can kind of see the outline of his goatee a little bit. It looks like it's working for him. It's a cool costume. I just I really want to see him uh, do some magic. I want to know how they um, how they uh, execute that on screen. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm really hoping we do kind of get that more dark, mystical, maybe slightly slightly horror, scary aspect of this. Um, I'm looking for this is going to be great. This is going to yeah, be a I, great way to to tag off the year in November. Definitely, I think I think th- this looks great. I can't believe how well this costume translates to real life and not just photos, mm. um, like you know stage photos. Like someone t- taking a picture, of this looks great. Uh, the scene context is that the one of the, the 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 guy who plays Wong, I believe his name is Benedict Wong or something like that. Yeah, we, we, made, we, we went we, through this. We made a breakfast joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he's like he's like there was some sort of attack on the sidewalk. He's down. Doctor Strange is hurt, and Baron Mordo was there. So, um, but I love it. I can't I can't speak highly enough of this. Really excited for Doctor Strange. Can't wait to see some of that. Yeah, he he looks balling right there. Can't it's, wait. It's true. And then the next Marvel movie after Doctor Strange is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. We've, been, we we've have, been talking a lot about them getting together in warehouses and reading scripts and stuff. <laughs> yes, we have. And we have our first, I guess, a teaser photo of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 now that production has started. Mm-hmm. And it's got Rocket and little baby Groot on the shoulder uh, of Drax. Baby Groot. Star-Lord with his red eyes. I love the mask. Can't get enough of the mask. And Gamora... Same, it looks like a rock star. Like there's like a backlight between them, and they're walking towards us. You don't see a lot of details. You don't need it. You just get you hyped to see volume two's coming. We really, oh, we're really excited for. It. I, I love that baby Groot. It makes me think that um, since Groot was such a big force in the first movie, and he could really take out groups of people, I feel like he's gonna progressively get back to normal strength by the end of the movie. But I think he is just gonna kind of be like not very much help, and when the movie kicks off, because. I think I like the idea that they're going to really tell you, like, it takes a while for Groot to come back. So mm-hmm. there actually is stakes. You know, obviously it's really hard to kill Groot, and you probably can't, you know. But if you do destroy him, he's not going to be able to help you for a long, long time. So I like that they're showing that he kind of has limits to himself. So I think everybody's going to love Baby Groot, you know. Yeah, he's- I, th- I, th- 
I think they're gonna use him as like a like Ant Man kind of way, like send him into small spaces that no one can get into, and like <laughs> yeah. hop around doors and air vents and stuff like that. And it's, it, they're gonna be great. You're right. Yeah. Is, they can't they can't go wrong. Yeah, don't waste Baby Groot on a promo image. Make sure he's in the movie. <laughs> That's right. So synopsis here for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two was set to the all new Sonic backdrop of Awesome Mix Number Two. Uh-huh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two continues the team's adventures as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. Mm, okay. A Along with the synopsis, we got confirmed cast members. Number one, yes. Kurt Russell. Boom. Told uh, give you. Me the, give me the crow. I'll eat it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll that's put fine. Some, you, put some you, butter and garlic on there. <laughs> you, you mean, like you said, you weren't totally against it. You just didn't feel like it was the right thing. Yeah, um, well, it was, it was okay. mainly because the last time we saw Kurt Russell and basically... Well, I guess I, to be corrected, I haven't seen the Hateful Eight yet. But the last time I saw him was in Furious Seven, and obviously that movie didn't leave a very good taste in my mouth. And I'm, obviously, like it's a it's a summer popcorn movie, whatever. However, he was directed, the lines he was given. But I don't know. I think this might work. I mean, Marvel does amazing things, and Kurt Russell's a great actor. So uh, I, I just need to see Hateful Eight to maybe get a better uh, better item, get warmed up a little bit. Totally, I, I love Hateful Eight. It's a great movie. I think you'll enjoy it. So I think he's going to be the father. That's my guess. Yeah, I uh, think that makes sense totally uh second up uh palm clementif uh is confirmed as mantis mm-hmm. finally uh we knew she was going to be mantis a long time ago she's now being confirmed and two more uh, actors uh elizabeth debecky and chris sullivan have been added i don't know them i'm gonna be honest um but that's okay we i mean we're just getting more information as we go uh i mean do you mean do you have anything else on guardians of galaxy uh, it, it, it i'm really like excited gonna, it sounds like it's gonna be a crazy party yeah, I think honestly, like I'm really uh, excited that they're filming it. We're gonna see some stuff. I remember, you know, seeing the filming stuff from the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is this is gonna get that much better. Uh, and then after Guardians of the Galaxy, we got Spider-Man, but then Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's the movie I'm freaking out about. Everyone loves Thor Ragnarok. Biggest rumor right now is Samuel L. Jackson could make his Marvel Cinematic Universe return in. Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, I think that would be cool. I think, you know, we've talked about the idea of, you know, seeing Mark Ruffalo in Asgard, like a human being there kind of reacting to everything. I mean, we kind of got that in the dark world um, when Jane Foster got to go to that world, but I, uh-huh. you know, she, she's not exactly much of a, a comedic actor. She doesn't have a whole lot of, like, oomph to her when she was there you know she they just kind of dressed her pretty and she felt like a princess um but i would i love the idea of mark ruffalo and maybe sam jackson both being there just kind of responding to this craziness that that they're experiencing um i think that would be cool i want to see nick fury running around with like a rocket launcher like trying to shoot things in asgard that'd be ridiculous but it'd be so funny well we need him and anthony hopkins with their eye patches to have a standoff and, and oh see, man see what goes on. i didn't even think about that i'm super excited maybe they swap eye patches like maybe they're uh they're uh, running down the hallways they got a bunch of paperwork they got a lot of work to be doing they bump into each other oh paperwork goes everywhere eye patches go everywhere they put on the wrong eye patches stuff is crazy we all have yeah. a good laugh yeah, totally. And I think Samuel Jackson, he puts on the, his eye patch and sees out of Odin's ravens, and, and he just doesn't know what to do anymore. Like he just, it just throws his world for. It's a comedy. It's really mm-hmm. a comedy now. So Thor Ragnarok, really looking forward to that. Um, Samuel Jackson, if he joins, I think would be a great addition. I think they really need to put a lot in Thor to make up for uh, the Dark World's mediocrity. And mm-hmm. and this is, I, I think they're pulling no punches going forward, man. Yeah, uh, that's my feelings. Star Wars, Civil Wars, Star Wars is what we want to talk about now. We're done with Marvel. Star Wars. Ooh, Star Wars! There we go. One of the Star Wars saying, Episode 8, they announced Uh the production with a video. 
and I don't know what to take away from this video. We we've talked about this before the show started. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like uh, it's like the it's like the teaser, 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 teaser trailer. It's like we've gone so far in front of teaser trailers now. Like I like that they're just getting any excuse they can to put out footage it's kind of a funny uh it's kind of a funny paced uh, a little trailer you know we get the last like little second seconds of fourth fourth awakens and they say cut and then all of a sudden that 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 eight just pops up with the blasting that music it's just really it's a really weird experience <laughs> yeah so um i guess the real question is here from this video who directed the last scene of the force awakens mm-hmm. and uh we don't really know based on this video. I think that they filmed it with J.J. Abrams the first time, and this is coming back to that and, like, trying to recreate the last scene, like, to get back into the vibe of everything. Like, mm-hmm. we have to film the last scene because we're going to pick up exactly where this left off. Yeah, they did make a point in that uh, production announcement to say, welcome to episode eight. It makes me think that we are going to get another scene on top of that hill. I don't know if necessarily the movie is going to start right off of those right off the credits at that scene you know we're, we're, we we kind of have to get our iconic spaceship in space uh moment uh so i don't know if somehow that's going to lead into it but yeah we're definitely going to get some uh some ray training i think and that's gonna be awesome it totally really excited for that um along with the production announcement we got some confirmed cast members mm-hmm. benicio del toro is oh, coming into star he's wars a, he's our man i'm pretty sure he's gonna be the villain However, he could just be in the collector, and this is all going to tie back into each other <laughs> to, to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it's all in space, right? It works. Exactly. Uh, Laura Dern is joined the cast. You might remember her from Jurassic Park. Uh, she was uh, uh, the counterpart to Sam Neill's character in the beginning. Uh, she had the blonde hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Love me some Laura Dern. Great. And newcomer Kelly Marie Tran. I don't know who she is. I, right. I Google her. I, I couldn't find anything. So, whatever. But another fun fact is the working title of Star Wars Episode Eight is called Space Bear. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's a reference to Ewoks. Yeah. Uh, because they're space bears. Or, or maybe Wookiees. I don't know. Either way, so if you ever see, hey, we're filming Space Bear over here, it's Episode Eight. Go sneak in. Yeah, that, go, that's go your go place check it to out. be. Ooh, maybe we'll get a little return to Endor. <laughs> oh, good lord. That's where the training takes place. Ray has to go exterminate all the Ewoks. <laughs> They carry disease. Yeah. You have to get. You have to call them. Yes, it, it's it, you have to. You fight the dark side. Like this is, they're dark side creations. Oh man! But no, that's some Star Wars news. I'm glad we got some. They're filming. Maybe we'll get some behind the scenes stuff to talk about over the year. We've got a long way to go for the next one. So, uh-huh. or I guess that one. But we have one at the end of this year. That's totally true. excited. We're gonna shift gears. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, our next comic book movie. Yeah, that is coming up. That's going to be a big one. That's yeah. next next month? No, next not month. next Mar- month. Ne- next month, March 25th. Yeah, yeah, next month. Man. Oh, and it's going to be so close to Daredevil. Next month is going to be packed. It is. That's the same, It's all like the same week of my birthday, too. So this is. This, I can't wait. This is going to be a great <laughs> month. March is going to be awesome. But let's go with the confirmed stuff first. The runtime mm-hmm. is confirmed, 151 minutes. We talked Woo! about this in, I think, December, November. Uh, but now they did confirm through AMC theaters that it is 151 minutes. That's long. Like, <laughs> it's long, longer than Man of Steel by like eight minutes. Oh. So, 
Uh, we need to get on Man of Steel. We got to watch that before next yeah. month. Basically, uh, we all know that Chris doesn't like people taking in loud snacks to the theater. Go uh-huh. ahead and practice what uh, he preaches, and just don't bring anything in. Just take a couple sips of water from the drinking fountain before you go in. Make sure the bladder's empty. You don't want to be getting up and going to the bathroom during this movie. Yeah, no, it's, it's horrible. Uh, that like the first time I saw Deadpool as, as an example, I had to go to the bathroom about three quarters of the way through, really bad. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I held, but this time I didn't. And I was very happy with that. So <laughs> you enjoy it much better whenever your bladder's not pushing on you and you have to run out the door. True. Uh, so first bit of kind of, I guess, rumor slash, I guess, uh, I don't know what the word here. It's not rumor, but like this guy is in the movie, uh, but we don't know who he's playing. Is Dan Amboyer has been cast in Man of Steel, or, or I guess Donald Justice. Mm-hmm. And he posted this picture of himself in a jacket in the snow, and he looks like Hal Jordan from Green Lantern. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's got the jacket on. Uh, if you look at the image that he's beside, he's wearing a flight jacket. Do you think he, he's like been cast as as a Hal Jordan that we just don't know yet? Like they're saving it for an announcement. I mean, because I don't. Know. He's handsome as hell. I think he'd make a pretty good uh, Green Lantern. I do. I think he'd be great. I mean, he doesn't look like he could lead his own movie. So, hence the Green Lantern Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I don't know what else I'd I. I don't know who else he'd look like when he when he posted that picture. I don't know uh, if he's not if he's not a Green Lantern or anything like that. He looks like he could just be like a random military person, or maybe he's like a newsboy. Like maybe he's a reporter or something he, he, working his, at the planet on IMDb. And this has been cast some doubt. It says drone pilot, uh-huh. uh, and we know how Jordan was a pilot. Uh, for the Air Force before he yeah. got his powers. Yeah, maybe that's just how they bring his character into like the 21st century. Like, oh, there's no pilots anymore. They're all drone pilots. So maybe they'll they somehow bring that character in. Yeah, I think he's Hal Jordan. I'm gonna be honest. I think. Yeah, I think. I think Hal just. I think just the word pilot anywhere in his credit that yeah that makes him. A and and major. and just how he looks, just how he looks. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely is handsome AF. Yes. So let's go on to some rumors. Um. Ooh, so, we all like rumors around here. Rumors, rumors. These are not good rumors. Batman v Superman. <laughs> the story is just as divisive as Man of Steel was. Yeah. So, so you're saying there's going to be people that like it and people that don't like it. Yeah. There's going to be no middle ground for this. Oh movie. no. Uh, is is what the rumor is? It's not testing kind of well in in the yeah. In I, the I heard I heard a little something too. I, like I don't remember where it came from. I guess that's the whole point of rumor. But I heard some people saying that the movie is going to be too smart for people. I don't know where that came from. It kind of sounds more like an executive that says like, "Oh, this movie's really confusing, so that must be too smart for people." So I, I don't really don't know how that's going. Like it sounds like they're talking down to comic book fans, which that makes no sense. I think comic book movie fans are probably going to be overall pretty smart and be able to keep up with anything that they're watching. Uh, so I, I don't know. This is not good. I mean, obviously this stuff stems from so much riding on this movie. They're purchasing so many eggs to put in their basket, mm-hmm. <laughs> but who, I, I think, I think honestly, that's where it's coming from. People are just really worried and nervous. Yeah. Well, it, it's really contradictory to what we heard with the executives giving a standing ovation several months ago. And that's really what's confusing here. Mm-hmm. Executives may love it, but audiences aren't so that's that's really where i'm a little confused the budget is reportedly over 400 million right now mm-hmm. that would make it the most expensive movie ever made yes uh, i'm looking at the list right now what do you think the current number one is avatar maybe 
Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Oh, geez. Uh, it was $378.5 million. And Damn. if this is truly over four hundred, yes, it will be beat it. Pirates at World's End, I think that was the second one, was actually mm-hmm. three hundred million even. So there's a big difference between two and one and two, and they're both pirates movies. Avatar is actually number ten. Uh, it's like two hundred thirty-seven million. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I got I got kind of in the ballpark there. Yeah. So you, you were close. You were close. All these other movies are pretty close. Um, Spider-Man three is up there as well. So <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm starting to go with a strategy here. Where I don't know if this is going to be true, but I feel like this is going to be the best way for me to possibly enjoy this movie. Where I'm going to maybe kind of take the Fantastic Four approach. Where I I really don't think this movie is going to be anywhere near Fantastic Four level of awfulness. And I don't think it's going to be awful, but I think I need to go in with lower expectations. I definitely won't go in with the same expectations as Civil War, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in with really low expectations. We talked about on the podcast like last week, I think, that we're going to rewatch Man of Steel to kind of get our bearings straight, to kind of get back into the franchise that they're kind of building. And I think that'll kind of level me off and get me prepared. So I'm going to use that. I'm going to go in with just the expectation of I want to see Batman do some cool stuff. I want to see him get punched by Superman. I want to see some punches. And I think that'll be good enough. You know, if I kind of leave it to a lower expectation, I think I'll have a good time. And I know that this $400 million is not so much a reflective of this movie as like the whole franchise. If they mm-hmm. if they knew that there were not going to be any other movies after this, there's no way they'd spend this much money. No way. Well, I, I, I don't know. It depends because I think, I mean, I'm looking at what we reported on for the Justice League movies, one and mm-hmm. two being one billion total for both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, what, what really, like you, you nailed it on the head, they're putting a lot of eggs in one basket on mm-hmm. their second movie. Um, and that is that this could change the future movie releases if this doesn't work out as well as they planned. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think it will bomb. I don't think it will be horrible. I don't think mm-hmm. it'll be fantastic four level but it could just be mediocre i mean run of the mill movie it's, it's a movie yes cool and and we got some things we wanted but some things are a little well yeah. so but i mean if it could change the future movie releases that brings me to my next point the report is that says no one is at the helm of the dc cinematic universe oh, that makes me a little nervous <laughs> so like every like Zack snyder has his his movies right mm-hmm. uh, wonder woman's doing its thing um Justice League has its thing. Each movie has its own, but like no one's at the helm in the ship. Like there's there's no Kevin Feige over there, right? And there's and, yeah, and and X Men has Simon Kinberg, who has been working with the the recent releases, and they've been doing pretty well since you know he kind of took over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, no one at the helm is is and that much money on the line. I think their Batman v Superman was a little premature. It shouldn't be your second movie because we have no we don't care about the characters yet. So uh, I don't know. I want to see. I want to see good things, but I think you're right. Me going with middling expectations and kind of mm-hmm. see what we get out and of hope, it. And hopefully, we'll be surprised. Yes, I mean, I think after Deadpool, everybody's kind of on 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 high alert. Like that's a yeah. bad way to start the year off for the rest of the films. Yeah, and it is really unfortunate because there's no way DC can get around the fact that this movie will be compared to the Marvel franchise, no matter what. I mean, they're not necessarily competing. I mean. Uh, people are going to go see two movies. It's not like, oh, I don't have enough money to go see these movies. I just won't go see it. I don't think that's how it's going to work. They all want everything to succeed, uh, but they have no option to not be compared to Marvel. So it's unfortunate that they just kind of can't stand out and be alone. But I mean, they're all superhero movies. It's going to happen. So good luck, Warner Brothers. We're we're hoping. We're pulling for you. We are crossing our fingers because, I mean, I again, 
it, not only does this ride everything else rides on this movie i feel mm-hmm. um uh, I mean, Justice League. I want to see. I want to see Justice League. I mean, just as much as I want to see Aven- Avengers. I think Justice League maybe not nearly as much, but like to see all those people work together, and like their manner is going to be different than how the Avengers came together, mm-hmm. and that could lead to some really really great things. They're a little more far fetched in the DC universe. Like they don't deal in real locations, and and stuff like that. So it could be awesome. But again, Green Lantern Corps. I want to see Green Lantern Corps. Like that's my movie. Like. I mean, Ryan Reynolds' outing wasn't that good, so I mm-hmm. hope they can they can do his justice going forward. Or the Flash, I want to see a good Flash too. I really like the TV show right now, mm-hmm. so that's paying off. But um, do it justice, do it done of justice. Uh, let's let's cross our fingers. So yeah, totally. Uh, next up is we're we're kind of out of the the woods on comic book movie stuff. So Blade Runner two, we're going to talk about real briefly here. We've we've mentioned it a few times. I'm excited for it. Um, the release has been confirmed as January 12th, 2018. And that's getting closer than we think, I feel. Like, I can't believe that's less than two years away now. <laughs> um, and it stars Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Ryan Gosling. You're, everybody loves you, so hopefully uh, you can do it justice. Now, do you think Harrison Ford will live through this one? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of hope he doesn't. I hope this. I hope he just has this checklist of he wants to go back to all of his movies and just get killed off. There's somehow they're going to make a sequel to Air Force One and he's going to be killed on a different plane or something like that. Oh my gosh! It, it's all it's all connected to Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, he's he wants to tie everything up. He's just like when I leave this world, I'm not giving anybody a chance to bring me back. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's that's funny. So I, Blade Runner two, I look forward to. I really like the the first one. I I caught it later in college. I didn't grow up like worshiping it as a cult film, so that's that's really fun. Uh, last bit of news here is the Predator. Uh-huh. Uh They're making another one. Uh, we can't we can't get rid of the Predator films, but we have our first image from it. And as it says, you'll never see him coming, uh-huh. the Predator. And that line. That rings a little bell, doesn't Mike? Yeah, it sounds a little bit like uh, the Mandarin. He does. It, the exact line from Iron Man 3 is, you'll never see me coming. When I mm. saw this line, I'm like, when I read that in my head, I'm like, oh my god, that's the Mandarin. Funny enough, Shane Black wrote this Predator movie. <laughs> and I don't know if he's in charge of marketing. They may not even use this line in the movie. But whoever it was decided to put two and two together and use that on this image. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm kind of wondering if they're going to update the predator at some point in time uh just because the predator kind of looks like an older design he looks like he's like from like an like the 80s you know like monster movie type deal uh i wonder if they're gonna upgrade his tech or something maybe ditch the dreads or something so uh, well it's, it's different like i love that so i don't know if it's part of him or just part of his body but like if you remember 2010 they tried that with uh predators that had Adrian Brody, Lawrence Fishburne, Topher I'm going to have to tell you, I don't remember any of it. Like, I don't know jack about the Predator. So. I, I don't either. I think I think they, <laughs> they tried to update it there, and it didn't really work. <laughs> I think I played, like, I, I feel like I played a fighting game once where you could pick and fight as the Predator. Like, maybe, like, a Soul Calibur game or something. Or maybe I'm imagining it, but I he, feel like I've... <laughs> he's in the new Mortal Kombat, I think, surprisingly enough. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, well. Either way, they've tried a sequel about six years ago. It didn't really work out. I don't know if this is going to be that much better. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not totally excited. I like Predator more than Aliens, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But Alien Covenant has my attention more so than the Predator does. Yeah. But per the usual, we seem to cap off our shows by talking about something that we're just like, what? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we want to give you the news. This is the best we can do for the news. Uh, So that's about it. Um, I I, Honestly, we skipped the riffraff over the beginning 
I don't have anything else to add this week. I've been uh, pretty busy playing a lot of Pokemon uh, on my <laughs> DS. It's been one of those weeks. Tried the Division beta on Xbox. It's a Tom Clancy game. I really recommend mm. that if you can. But comic book related. Oh, my my fun story is my 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 fiance's sister mm-hmm. saw Deadpool, automatically became a comic book reader this week. Oh, and nice! She's um buying um an ipad to read comics on her ipad with the marvel limited subscription today like instantly like she has a kindle fire but wants the ipad because of the marvel unlimited app so i love it i I, that's really that's like that's the goal of comic book movies i feel like you may not be a Mm -hmm. reader but maybe you can bring them back in to different things and she's really enjoyed the deadpool books i gave her yeah Um, and speaking of which my deadpool collector's core came in the mail from marvel this week Oh yeah, you've been you've been sending me all kinds of a collectible pictures. It's been a hell of a week, man. It's uh I mean, here in Indiana it was we were like a foot of snow a week ago and now it's like seventy degrees out and sunny. <laughs> it can't make up its mind. I'm really confused. Whatever. So I mean <laughs> yeah. unless you have nothing else, man. Well, I mean, I'm about to cap off this weekend. Uh, the wife and I later tonight are attending um, a live recording of the Nerdist Writers panel. It's a really great podcast where they bring on writers and they talk to them. But this is going to be a really, really cool uh, um, panel where we get to we get to see some of the showrunners and producers from Daredevil and Jessica Jones and some of the creators of the show uh, Parenthood, which is a, a nice little guilty pleasure show that everybody should watch on Netflix. So much drama in one little family. But I think this is going to be really, really cool. So... Maybe I'll, I can't promise anything, but maybe I'll get a little uh, insider information on the, the next seasons of Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Maybe some Netflix news, and I can, uh, I'll let you guys know next week if I get anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm really excited to see what they say, if they can say anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that would be great. I mean, honestly, I love Daredevil, love Jessica Jones. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll uh, drop some, some knowledge on us. Maybe you'll get to see the trailer early. Who knows? Ooh, I don't know. That'd be sweet. Yeah, it would be. So. All right, then. Well, if they want to follow your uh, other shenanigans that you do outside of here, Mike, where can they follow you at? Well, as always, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can go read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Hopefully I'll keep up with my schedule of a new comic every week. It seems to be going pretty well. But yeah, Chris, you're, you're busting those out, man. That's impressive. Yeah, you like it. Chris, you, you you steer this ship. You're the, you're the captain, of, captain of the show. If they want to know everything that's going on with you, where can they follow you? Oh, well, thank you so much. Uh, as I grab the helm here and drive, uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N. Uh, right now, I have a poll going on which new Pokemon game I should buy in the <laughs> week. Red, blue, or yellow? Tweet me. Let me know. Vote my poll. You will decide what I purchase at the end of this week. I vote um, yellow. You vote yellow? Well, did you yeah. vote in the poll? No, not yet. <laughs> Don't vote in the poll. Uh, red right now is winning. Yellow's in second. No one's no. voting blue. <laughs> uh, this is cool. Uh, it's all about Charizard, get- man. It really, it, it really is that are that are Pikachu. Well, the yellow had color to it, and that's really the distinguishing. And factor. a little Pikachu followed you around. Yeah, it's really cute. Really totes adorbs, guys. Love it. Or you can follow me on ComicUI.com, where we post news updates and stuff like that. Uh, kicking off here, starting in March, uh, is I have essentially the Arcade Expo to go to the first week, mm-hmm. the uh, Lexington Comic Con, and then C2E2 three weeks in a row. Boom, boom, boom. It's gonna be busy. Comic UI is going to be there at all three of those, so follow me on there. And um, check me out on the destinationcomics.com. I do a little show called Tuesday's Picks with Mitch where we talk about comic books if you're interested. If nice. not, no big deal. Uh, but, um, yeah, and that's that's it for me. What about the rest of the show, Mike Laidonis? Well, 
what you need to be doing is you need to be visiting SuperheroSlate.com because that's the place where you can find all the outlets for our show. We're on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe to us and get us right to your inbox with email. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. That's the best way to follow the show. If you're a fan of the show, uh, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps us stand out amongst the other uh, shows out there, get us some uh, new listeners. And if you're a super fan like our super fan uh, Jim uh, you might possibly get a cool little picture drawn of you if you're really yeah. engaged in the show. But if you're a super fan like Jim, uh, feel free to share the show with a friend. Spread the gospel of superhero slate. And that's yes. all I got. That's awesome. And I totally want to give a shout out to uh, the, uh, I believe it is the Cool Nerd Show. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, really, guys are, are really interacting with us as well on uh, you know SoundCloud and Facebook and stuff. Really like those guys. So keep it up and... Uh, Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to the show. Love you guys. Yeah, this is awesome. Well, we'll see everybody next week, I guess, right? Yes, we will see nothing new, but we'll see you then. (laughs) All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.